The following is adapted from the Big Book of Malaysian Horror Stories. Follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, if the spirits compel you. Please check out our supporters, NordVPN, Kapas Living, and Haunt You for some horrifically excellent deals. Link in the description. Two women stand in our living room. The woman screaming on my left, the one with the large protruding stomach, is my dear wife Farah. The girl shouting back at her on my right, dressed in a t-shirt over a wraparound batik, is our young domestic maid Lestari. The two go head to head while I sit there in a daze. It's, it's a misunderstanding, madam. I just finished showering, then I realized I'd left my clothes behind and the towel. I was just making a quick dash to my room. Liar. Walking around naked, showing your wares like a bitch in heat. You were lying in wait for my husband to pass by, weren't you? It's not true, madam! So you're saying you didn't have seduction in mind? You, an innocent girl who shaves her privates as smooth as a baby's slit? I am suddenly thrust backwards onto the sofa. When I try to rise, a crippling headache racks at me, forcing me to collapse in agony. You think I don't know what you're up to? You think I am a naive Malay madam? You think I have no knowledge of what you young girls plan when you come to work here? You think I don't see you making eyes at him? Lestari falls onto her knees. She is a sobbering, simpering mess. I push past the sounds and try to recall when things started going south. It had been years since we'd had a domestic maid. Our last one, Katmus, had only been with us for a year after Farah had given birth to our daughter, Sophia. Farah was melancholic during confinement, so Katmus took charge of our household. I was happy to be able to head off to work every morning, reassured that Farah and the baby were well taken care of. Katmus was a reliable and efficient worker. I was therefore more than a little bit sad when just after Sophia celebrated her first birthday, Katmus had to leave under bizarre circumstances. We woke one morning to a commotion from downstairs. Katmus was alone in the kitchen. The floor was strewn with broken crockery and her hands were bleeding. She grabbed my hands, shaking me. Papani! Papani! Farah! Get the medical kit! It was a moment that remains vivid in my memories. Witnessing the kind lady who had been a boon to our household, tears streaming like rivulets down her leathery cheeks, rocking herself in a corner. This can't be right. This can't be right. (laughs) After no improvement over a couple of days, it was with a heavy heart that I instructed the maid agency to return Katmus to her family in West Java. To my surprise, Farah turned down the agency's offer for a replacement. She declared that now, a year postpartum, she was ready to manage things herself. I tried my best to dissuade her. My wife proved me wrong, however. Day after day, she kept the house tidy and even took up cooking delectable dishes. I guess Farah must have felt she had something to prove because she turned into a firecracker in the bedroom. Suddenly, we were trying things we had never attempted even when we'd been newlyweds. Things I had only seen women do in porn videos. Our household was a picture of contentment until 
A couple years later, Farah suffered a miscarriage. She was morose for months, the devastation clearly taking a toll on her physical and mental well-being. It wasn't until Sophia started kindergarten that her mood picked up again. When Farah got pregnant a third time, I couldn't help but worry. I contacted the agency, requesting to be assigned a new domestic helper ASAP. I just never expected anyone so... young. The moment Lestari stepped a dainty foot into our home, I knew she was going to be trouble. She was a looker, with straight jet-black hair and porcelain skin. I'm in love with my wife, but hey, I'm not blind. And I also didn't miss the sly looks Lestari threw my way when she thought Farah wasn't looking, eyeing me like I was a delectable piece of ikan bakar. <laughs> About two weeks ago, I noticed my wife's interactions with Lestari had become increasingly tense. You think you're so great. It's you who doesn't deserve him. He wants me. You're blind if you don't see. You're the worst kind of greedy, you know that. Who's to say Inche Uma can't take on another wife? He can certainly afford it. Lestari raises her left hand, sweeping it in my direction. An excruciating pain hits me in the chest. It feels like someone is shoving a burning cattle rod into my heart. The brutish sound seems to come from Farah's mouth. But this couldn't be for my wife's. Could it? Farah's hands whip out and swing in the direction of the girl. I swear, this is a distance of at least eight feet between the two women. But somehow, Lestari is struck. She slams into the wall, collapsing into a heap like a broken doll. I found the perfect man, the perfect guy, something I've always coveted. Umar is kind and caring. This beautiful house. Farah's shadow expands, looming over the body of the girl at her feet. The voice out of her mouth continues. You think you have powers? You're out of campus. A whirlwind builds up in a high-ceilinged space. The curtains shake and billow from their hooks. The chandelier in the stairway swings back and forth. The legs of our furniture rattle in place. Farah swings her arms a second time. Gashes form against Lestari's pale left cheek, from ear to nose. The girl's body slumps to the side, blood trickling out of the cuts. I see my wife's lips quiver as she mutters furious incantations. A tiny orange kitten is sitting amongst the heap of blood-soaked clothing where Lestari once lay. Farah opens the sliding door and the kitten exits while I stare in disbelief. You see, Abang, there's nothing I wouldn't do to keep you all to myself. She takes my hand and places it over her pregnant belly. 
We made this beautiful baby together, and we will be happy, just us. It was then that my brain played catch up, and I realized when I had lost my wife to this terrible creature. My God! I shake my head vigorously. I can't believe it. There is a shrewd look in Farah's eyes. She grabs my jaw in her strong palms, angles her head, and then presses her lips against mine. Before I can take another breath, my mental and bodily aches clear like a smothering blanket, snatched away from a suffocating child. What happened? Did I fall asleep? My wife is lovingly curled up against me on the sofa. There is something I need to remember, but I don't know what. Hi, sayang. You could never resist an afternoon nap during the rain. She smiles, and that vague whisper of a memory dissipates. It occurs to me I have no worries, no troubles. I live the perfect life with my perfect wife, my perfect family, in our perfect home. I shake myself, pulling her soft body close. <laughs> You're insatiable, even now, so late in pregnancy. Shh. You wouldn't want Lestari to hear us, would you? For a moment, I see Farah's eyes narrow, and then the expression clears so fast. I'm not even sure it had been there at all. Actually, Abang. Did you know she was not in her room this morning? What? She ran off. Iya, abang. Rasanya lah. Told you I saw her talking to the golf caddy the other day. Dah agak dah. That girl is so miang. Astaghfirullah. This is beyond ridiculous. Why can't that agency give us someone decent for once? <sighs> I have to report the runaway. You do that. I'll start on lunch, but you know, there's at least an hour before Sophia returns. I chase her to the kitchen, beguiled by her enchanting giggles. <laughs> I marvel and thank the Almighty for granting me what most men cover—an amazing wife and a marriage that seems to improve over time. What can I say? Happy wife, happy life. This podcast series continues to be an entirely independent project. To keep making it possible, follow and subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes, and leave us a rating and review. Again, please check out our supporters NordVPN, Kapas Living, and Hantu for some horrifically awesome promos. More details in the description. Thank you from all of us at Zag. Until next time.